Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. So if you guys are anything like me and you struggle with allergies, raise your hand because I am right there with you. I get super itchy throat, itchy ears, and I sneeze like a crazy woman. And it really does prevent me from wanting to take my daily walks with my husband. But luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. It is designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieves your allergy symptoms and decongests your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, and an itchy nose and sinus congestion and pressure with an ease, which is a exactly what I need. So I have been using them anytime that I have allergies, which has been many, many times. I have found that it has definitely helped me so much where I can go outside again and enjoy my day. So if you guys are ready to live life as if you don't have allergies, it is time to live Claritin Clear. It is fast and powerful. Relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Hey guys, and welcome back to Happy and Healthy. I'm your host, Janine Amapola, and welcome back to the podcast. So if you're watching the YouTube video, which again, if you guys don't know, I now upload these onto YouTube. So you guys are able to check these out on the YouTube channel, which is always linked down below. So if you are watching this as the YouTube video, hello, and welcome back to my channel. It is lovely to see you guys today. So um, today is a Tuesday and I just got back from having a busy, busy weekend. I went to Houston, hosted an event, um, went to two NBA games this past weekend, which was definitely out of the normal for me, <laughs> but it was honestly so fun. I went with my roommate and we went to a Houston Rockets game and also the Mavericks game and I thought it was a great time. So we did that this past weekend. And then this morning I had an interior designer come over to the house today to help me with this house. So, um, if again, again, if you guys are watching this as the YouTube video, you'll see that I'm in my like little office studio type of room, but there is honestly so much to be done. Like I am beyond overwhelmed with how much needs to be done. And also like, I don't feel like... I'm fully equipped to to de decorate this dang house. Like I have ordered some furniture already and I keep messing up where it's like the wrong size or I ended up not liking it after I've already built it. And I'm like, well, now I can't return it. And so stay tuned for that process on my vlog channel of kind of what I'm doing because um, it's a mess in these streets. <laughs> Anyways, that's kind of what's been going on in my life. Um, otherwise, I'm doing really, really well. I have a busy, busy week ahead, and I will be heading up to Tulsa, Oklahoma this next weekend for a wedding. Super random, but it's going to be a really good time and just get to see some of my old friends I haven't seen in a bit, so that'll be really fun. But uh, for today's episode, I, um, I'm doing another solo episode because, um, first of all, one of my guests ended up canceling last minute. And I was super bummed out, but um, had to, you know, try to think of an, a new episode idea. 
And this is the kind of the one I came up with. And I was, of course, going through my list of like, okay, what is it that you guys want to hear about? And a lot of people were asking me, like, what is it from your experience um, being a YouTuber? What has it been like out in Hollywood? What is it kind of like the reality or the truth or the behind the scenes of being an influencer or YouTuber, all of that stuff. And so I kind of just wrote down a couple random things and I kind of want to let you guys in a little bit more of this YouTuber lifestyle, because if you're not a YouTuber, I mean, that's totally fine, but you probably just can't understand it or relate, or maybe it's just super foreign to you, or maybe you portray it in your head as one thing, but in reality, it's not that at all. And so I kind of want to just shed some light on kind of what it's like and some specific events and everything of that sort. So give me one second. I'm going to get my notes prepared. Okay. So basically, um, I yeah, kind of want to just let you guys in on, you know, the truth of being an influencer and kind of the behind the scenes of being in Hollywood. And obviously I lived in LA for three years and I saw a lot of stuff and I experienced some crazy things and met celebrities and I've done, you know, a fair amount of things in my life, which is pretty crazy. Um, but I've been a YouTuber for 10 years and, um, uh, my progress has always been on my YouTube channel. Just very up and down. It's not been usually pretty linear, but I was talking to a friend about this this morning and I don't know, I contribute that to a lot of things, but what was so hard is that I think, especially being a Christian in the influencer world, being a Christian in the YouTube world, there's so many different pressures put on you. I feel like to talk about certain things, wear certain things, make certain videos, do things that you know will get likes, that you know will get views, that you know will be the shock factor, that you know will get people talking and being like, oh my gosh, I can't believe she did this. And sure, that's not obviously the only way you can grow your channel. Like there's plenty of other ways, but I feel like the space that I'm in right now, I think a lot of YouTubers are changing, they're growing up, their content's changing. What they post is very different than what we all grew up in. I grew up in the generation of oversaturated color contrasted videos and bubbly stuff and glitter and just making these super cheesy overly girly videos and that was a fun era like it was very innocent and I've definitely noticed a shift on the YouTube space you know I've noticed more drinking more people talking about masturbation people talking about porn people talking about um vibrators and lingerie and it's just it's just it's very, very, very different. And so, of course, naturally, you see that that those videos are getting views. You see that influencers are changing and adapting, if you will, and they're getting older and other people are applauding them. And there's always this pressure to be like, okay, do I need to do that? Do I need to do that? Do I need to change? Do I need to wear that? Do I need to talk about that? And I think that's always been my pressure and my like, you know, question and weak point is just, just been like, what do I do that is true to me, but also that is still adapting. And it's so hard because you feel like in order to fit in, like the world is going to tell you to fit in, you got to do this. You got to look like that. You got to wear this. You got to talk like this. You got to post this, take this picture, show that bikini And it can make you feel like you're falling behind if you don't adapt, if you don't look like that. That's always been my struggle, specifically being a Christian on the internet, because 
as a Christian, you're called to be set apart. You're not called to be look to look like the rest of the world. You're called to be in the world, but you're not called to be of the world. And so that was always my dad's biggest fear when I was moving out to LA is he's like, you're going to start changing. You're going to start dressing differently. You're going to start, you know, you know, forgetting your roots and forgetting who God says you are and all this stuff. My dad was really worried. And it definitely happens. You know, it a hundred percent happens. I've seen YouTubers change. I've seen myself change. You know, when you get out to LA, it is so much more body con conscience. It's so much more money conscious, so much more appearance conscious. What are you driving? What are you wearing? What are your numbers? Because in Texas, I felt like that was never really an issue. People kind of saw me for who I was and my family and just for knowing me for me, for being Janine. And I feel like I moved out to LA and it was all of a sudden like, okay, what are your numbers? What are your subscribers? How many followers do you have on Instagram? And it's pretty crazy because I've been to events where like you go to, it's pretty crazy. Like as an influencer, you get free clothing. Like it's no lie. Of course, everybody knows that influencers get free clothing, which is definitely such a blessing, but also there's other pressures around that, that I can talk about later. But, um, so you go to these showrooms, right? And a showroom is essentially where you show up. It's bizarre. It's bizarre. I know you show up. And based upon how many Instagram followers you have, that's the amount of clothing you get to pick out. So it's solely, you are solely based upon a number. It's crazy. So you walk in, you go to the showroom and they have a picture of you. They have your Instagram. They have all your numbers, all your statistics. And I remember like walking around being like, okay, so like, what am I allowed to pick? And basically in the showroom, you get to just pick out a ton of different clothing from brands of all sorts of arrays of of brands and stuff and designers and everything of that sort. So I go to the lady and I'm like, Hey, like, what is my limitation? She's like, give me one second. And like, you know, everyone, like everyone talks a certain way in LA and she's like, hold on. I don't even feel like I can do the accent. Like I really don't feel like I can. Like I've, I honestly, and no offense to the accent, but I wanted to stay true to my Texas roots. I did not want to adapt a different accent. And so, um, I, this, I don't know. I, this lady's like, hold on, let me check. And so she's like scrolling through the list and I see like the top tier. It's like 2 million followers. Like people that have like 2 million followers get to pick out like $5,000 worth of clothing. And then like, as your ranking gets lower and lower, 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 then you're like, you get to pick out $500. So she basically goes to my list and she's like, okay, you get to pick out, honestly, I don't remember, but she's like, you get to pick out like 10 clothing items. And it was just like based upon how many followers I had. And I was like, that's just such a weird feeling. Like it's a weird feeling that, that you are a number. And that is what has been so damaging to me. And so hard for my mental health is knowing that I'm just a number. That's me. If you're not watching the YouTube video, you're seeing me doing like quotation marks because I'm not just a number. I am Janine. I'm a Pola. I am first and foremost, a daughter of the King. I am first and foremost, a child of God. I am an heir. I'm a princess. I am like, I'm his daughter. I am not my Instagram followers. I am not my Instagram likes. I am not what I wear. I am not what I drive, but that is what social media tells you you are. That's what LA tells you. And I'm honestly like, I'm really glad that I've partially left. But the thing is too, you are who you surround yourself with. It doesn't matter whether you're in Texas and you're in New York, you're in Ohio. I don't freaking care. LA, like who you surround yourself with is who you're going to become. So if all your friends are pushing, you know, like 
body image and clothing and cars and money and all this stuff that can be materialistic and superficial, then that's how you're going to become. But especially when you live in the absolute prime hub of it, which is LA, that's going to be the top of the mind, top of your mind every single day is, oh my gosh, I need to dress this way, act this way, talk this way. Otherwise I don't fit in. And to be honest, I didn't fit in a lot of the times in LA and a lot of the events I went to, I always felt like an outsider. And sure, I had my YouTube friends. I went to events with people and I kind of stuck with my close, close circle of people. But, you know, I've been to several, several events and parties and you know, things just that an influencer does. There's so many different things that, you know, they used to host pre-COVID. And I would go and I would invite my best friend Penny with me because with her, I felt really safe. Because with her, I didn't have to perform. I didn't have to put on a show. I didn't have to do anything to be liked or loved or anything. Like Sarah just knew me for me. It was not like Janina Mapula with this amount of followers, right? And so, yeah, I would just go to these parties and I would just feel like an outsider all the time. I was like, why did no one talk to me? Or why did no one say hi to me? Or I said hi to that girl that I've literally known for eight or seven years. And she completely like rejected me. She completely ignored me. She turned the other way. Like there's been times where like, I've got up to like YouTubers I've known. I've been like, Hey, how are you? And they're just like, good. And then they just walk away. And I'm like, Oh, what did I do to you? Like, ouch, that like hurt. But I don't know. That's what's been so hard is that that stuff eventually wears on you. It's like you're in a mean girl's high school and um, in, and you're the uncool girl. Like you're not the girl that drives a Bentley. You're not the girl that has the nicest locker, like whatever. You're not the girl with the fresh manicure and the cute outfit. Like that's how it felt. And so YouTube definitely war on me mentally a bit. And I know I'm not the first YouTuber to say this. Like every single YouTuber has come out and had their own struggles and battles and things they've dealt with on social media. But it's really hard, especially when y'all are the outsiders not really seeing this because of course, social media portrays everything as so amazing. Okay. I apologize. My computer was making a noise and I did not want that sound in the podcast. But basically what I was saying is like, yeah, like y'all see from the outside that everything looks amazing because that's what social media is. It paints a picture that everything's amazing and all this stuff. And, you know, I know that there's definitely been more of a barrier being broken down where people are being more authentic and real and sharing their stuff and everything. But for the longest time, that like wasn't the thing. Like for the longest time, you didn't share that. You just pretended Like everything was so great. And that war on me, that war on people. And excuse me, now I feel like I'm more honest about things I'm going through. I'm more honest about struggles. I've opened up to you guys about struggles I've had on this podcast, which is why this podcast has been so amazing because I don't want people to put me on a pedestal. I don't want people to worship me. I don't want when I meet subscribers in person for them to be like, oh my God, I literally worship you. And I'm like, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like maybe you shouldn't do that because I'm going to fail you. I'm, I'm, I'm a sinner. I have mistakes. I have my faults. There's definitely areas I know I still need to work on. And people call me out on them literally all the time. And it hurts sometimes, you know, but it's, it's an area that, you know, 
it's good that I need growth. Right. And so I'm glad that there's still more vulnerability, but at the time, you know, there wasn't a lot of vulnerability. There wasn't a lot of sharing the deep struggles and things you were going with because everyone just wanted to be so perfect and pretty on Instagram. And that's the, that's the message that we've been relaying for so long is that you have to look like this, dress like this, buy this, have this, otherwise you're lame. You're not cool. You can't sit with us. Right. And especially me being someone that grew up with not a lot of money, um, really just by the grace of God, getting this platform and making a living off of it and being able to buy a house and being able to still afford nice things. Um, you know, it was hard for me growing up on the internet and being an influencer and never feeling like I could fit in because I didn't have the latest and greatest camera outfit, blah, 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 blah. And so that's what I worry. I worry that that is the message that is being relayed to y'all, to listeners, to viewers, to followers, is that you have to look, do, be, act in order to be loved or worthy or seen as more valuable. And that is never the message that I want to relay. And if I've done a bad job at that, I'm very, very sorry. Please hear my apology now that I'm very sorry if that's ever been the message that I have put out because I know it has been and it still might be the message I'm putting out today. And that's why I love this podcast because I always want to go back and, and be like, okay, let's go back to the simple gospel. Let's go back to the truth. Let's go back to, okay, what is this really about? At the end of the day, this is really about making Jesus's name known, giving him glory, serving him, sharing the gospel, making disciples of all nations, because I know I have followers of all ethnicities all over the world, which is such a beautiful thing in my by tribe, literally people from all over the world. That is what I want is I want to make his name known. And I hope I've done a good job of that. But what's so hard is that, you know, as an influencer, you have to make money. This is our job. This is my, my, my full-time job. And I wouldn't have it any other way. And there's so much more that I still have on the horizon and things I want to do that you guys will see down the road. But what's so hard is this is my job and we do brand deals and we sell things and we promote companies. And it's hard because I don't ever want my message to be, you know, buy, 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 consume, consume, consume. But of course we all are human beings that are living our lives. It's not like, you know, it's wrong for me to promote clothing because we're all buying clothing. We all wear clothes on our back. And I enjoy fashion. I love fashion. I love makeup. I love hair. I love all those things. And so it's like, why not make a career out of it? But where the struggle comes is like, okay, is this becoming an idol? Am I conveying the wrong message? And I remember I had um, someone very dear in my life that deeply, deeply hurt me tell me that I was the reason why girls had anxiety and depression. I was the reason. I was the I was the one perpetuating that you needed to look and dress and do this and all this stuff. And that like broke me because my, my whole message is I was like, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was like, I think you've misunderstood me. I was like, I want people to know Jesus. I want to share the gospel. I, I do share this. I do share my struggles and the real things. But all that person could see was a Zara haul, a makeup tutorial, a fitness, you know, video. And I was like, dang, this is so hard. Like, how do I balance this? How do I balance things that are still essential that people still love and use and wear and care about? Like I do, like I'm a girl. I love makeup and fashion and fitness and health. And I love all those things, but how do I still give glory back to God? 
And that's always where I'm wrestling is I love these things on the left side, makeup, fashion, beauty, hair, da, 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 shoes, housing items, whatever, cooking. But I also really deeply want people to know Jesus. And I never want my message to be lost in translation because those things are, are, are over consuming or over conveyed versus the message of Jesus. And that's why I want you guys to hear my heart today about that, because it is hard as an influencer, especially a Christian influencer. I've even had people tell me like, you talk about Jesus too much. It's annoying. I wish you would just post normal content. I wish that, you know, you would stop talking about it so much because it's unrelatable. And I'm like, ah, but I get that from both sides. I get that from the Christians being like, you don't post enough Christian stuff. And I get it from the other side being like, you post too much Christian stuff. And at the end of the day, I always have to remind myself, I'm like audience of one, I'm doing this for God, but I also want to make content that makes y'all happy. And it also makes me happy. So it's constantly finding that balance and that struggle and the tension of that. I'm like, what do I do? So I'm just trying to be real and be honest and let y'all in on that a little bit. And so that was always my struggle is when growing up on the internet and growing up doing YouTube, I was like, okay, do I cave and do I do what everyone else is doing? And I think I cannot wholly contribute this to, to why my channel didn't grow as fast as everybody else's, but I didn't do what a lot of people did. Sure. I definitely, I definitely copied maybe, or I emulated, or I did my own spinoff or I followed along trends, but I, oh, there was always this deep conviction inside of me. Like I would work with creative directors. I would work with people. I would have, my team would be like, you need to do this. You need to step up. You need to try this. You need to do that. There was something deep down inside of me, which is most likely the Holy Spirit. And also if you're watching the YouTube video, yes, one of my nails popped off. So that's why I've been hiding my finger. But anyway, there was something that was deep down inside of me that was just like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't cave. Don't look like the world. Don't look like the rest. Don't, uh, don't sell your soul to gain the world, which is a verse in Luke. And that's always what I was trying to be aware of and not do is that you lose your soul trying to gain the whole world. I don't want to do that. Like, I want to use my soul, use my gift, use my platforms for the glory of God, because I want people to know Jesus because without him, none of this freaking matters, y'all. None of it. Everyone is so thirsty and hungry for more followers and more fame, more numbers, more money, more attention, more people to affirm them and tell them I'm beautiful. I'm worthy. I'm loved. I'm desired. I'm needed. I'm enough. Right? And I've, I've had this exact same struggle. I still struggle with this. I'm being vulnerable. Like I always struggle with, am I doing enough? Is what I'm doing valuable? Do people even like me? Do people even care? Does what I do matter? Uh, is my content garbage? Like, I don't know. I struggle with these things all the time in my head, but I always just try to remember, like I could literally make millions and millions and trillions of dollars, which I don't, I don't. I could have, you know, millions of views on my, on my YouTube video, but I could be the most depressed person, the most anxiety. And I'm telling y'all, I'm telling y'all, I have seen YouTubers. I know I've grown up with influencers, Instagrammers, you name it. I've met a lot of people by doing this job. I've met celebrities, you know, this is not for me to try to brag and and anything. I'm just trying to explain what it's like being a little bit, being an influencer, a little bit more for you guys to understand. But I've seen the people that 
have everything, but also have nothing. Like what good is it to live in your mansion? What good is it to have the biggest house, the biggest, you know, bank account, the nicest car, but your soul is empty. Like you don't have peace. You have anxiety, you have depression, you're on antidepressants. You're going to fortune tellers or using crystals or chakras or yoga people or meditation to find something to relieve your soul, something to just give you a little bit more peace. Y'all, I'm telling you, his name is Jesus. And like, I could get, whew, I could get emotional talking about this. And I am because, oh my gosh, sorry. I've never, I don't think I've ever cried in a podcast before. I've been suicidal. I've had depression. I've had anxiety, but that was when I gave my soul over to the world. When I was living the full LA lifestyle, when I was just trying to look like everybody else, when I was trying so badly to be loved and to be wanted and to be desired and to be seen and to be seen as like this cool Instagram girl, but I lost my soul. I lost my identity. I gave my identity and my calling that the Lord gave me first and foremost. I gave that to the world. I gave that to the enemy. And I'm telling you guys, he is what satisfies your soul, what your soul longs for when you lie your head down at night, when you're like, oh my gosh, I feel so empty. When I've seen YouTubers be suicidal and depressed and have anxiety and all this fear and confusion. I say so much confusion because they're like, why is this not making me happy? Because it won't. It was never meant to satisfy your soul. It was never meant to be the thing that satisfied you forever. It just wasn't. That was God's role and God's role alone. And that's why I make this podcast because if no one's going to talk about it, then I say, here I am, Lord, send me. And I'm not saying I'm the only one doing this. I know there's plenty of other Christian influencers like Meredith Foster. She's someone that I see as running this race with me because we both grew up very similar in this lifestyle. We've seen how empty and fleeting it is. And, and the thing is, what's so sad, and I don't want to judge people because I'm not here to judge. I've been there is I've seen people have grown up on the internet with just be lost. They don't know why they feel the way they do. And I've watched them from afar struggle with identity and confusion and all these things. And I'm just like, the answer is Jesus. The answer is Jesus. The answer is Jesus. He is, will be, always has been, forever will be. And I don't want to shove that down anybody's throat, but I want to provide the answer because if I have it, it's like you have the keys to a jail cell and there's a prisoner locked inside. And if I, if I had the keys, why would I not go up to that prisoner and be like, I have the key to open this cell where you can run and you can run free and you could be now no longer a slave to that sin and that bondage and that thing that's been enslaving you for X amount of years. I got the key to that. And his name is Jesus. And if you just trust him, I promise you, he will set you free. So that's why I feel so passionate about it. And I've literally had people tell me, well, the only reason why I grew more on Instagram is because I stopped posting about God. And I was like, whoa. 
And I've thought about it. Yo, I've thought about it. I've been like, maybe I'll grow more on Instagram or more on YouTube if I just do more of what the world wants. If I just post about this a little bit more, post about this a little bit more, and I start kind of putting God back on a little bit of the corner and the back burner, and I'll talk about him when I want to talk about him or when it feels good or when it feels right. But he's just kind of like a little back thought, you know? But when he's transformed your life, you can't do that. Like, I cannot sit there and squander the numbers because I I just feel like I can't. I feel like I'd be doing God a disservice. I would be not using my calling and my purpose fully for his glory. I, I just feel like that. So I've had people tell me that. They're like, maybe if you just didn't post about it as much, or maybe you just balanced a little bit more. Maybe if you just, you know, maybe did it like once a week or something. And I'm like, uh, that doesn't work for me, sis. It just doesn't. Like God is a priority in my life. And again, I do not live this out perfectly, but he's a priority. And so I, I try to constantly find the balance of like, okay, how much is too much? How much should I post about fashion and clothing and makeup and this and that and God. But at the end of the day, like God is always, I'm going to always try to make God my over consuming message that he is what satisfies your soul, not the amount of clothing, all these things. But again, It's hard because then y'all could look at me and be like, well, Janine, you do post about your clothing. You do post about makeup. You do post about this. Well, it's things that we're still using and I still enjoy it. I don't think they're sinful, but the intention can be bad. We can make these idols in our lives. So to check our hearts constantly, I had a heart check yesterday. I did. I talked to my roommate Maddie about it where I was like, dang, I felt guilty that I posted about this when there's so many people struggling, struggling with that. You know what I mean? And so we just kind of talk about that and we're like, okay, we need to check our hearts and give that to God. And I constantly try, you know, to, to donate money and help people that are in need so that I'm not just keeping all of this for myself because how selfish would that be? You know, so I try to give and to donate and to help people because I can't just use this platform just for me, 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 me and consume because that is empty and fleeting and it leaves you feeling like, like, what did I even do with this? Like when I get to heaven, I don't want God being like, what did you do with the things I gave you? What did you do with the blessings I gave you? I mean, being like, well, God, I just posted a little bit more about my mascara. <laughs> and he's like, uh, okay, that's not really what I wanted you to do. Now, I want this to be clear. Like, those are not bad things, but they can be bad if they're used wrong. So I don't want you to look at my Instagram and be like, well, you said that you're going to only talk about God from here on out. That's not what I'm saying. You can still talk about other things and consume those things, but it's always checking the heart, checking the intention. God, is this an idol? God, am I abusing this? Is this something I'm dependent upon, codependent on? Can I live without this if I needed to? You know what I mean? I'm getting off on a tangent. So let me get back to what I'm saying. I just felt I needed to say that. I don't know. That was the Holy Spirit. So let me just go back to what I was saying. Then let me get back to my notes. Give me one second. I think, yeah, the reason why I kind of wanted to say that is like why I got emotional is because I I hurt when I other when I see other people hurting. My heart breaks when I see other people's hearts breaking. And so I feel like if I have this voice, I just want to use it. If there's influencers listening to me, I want to bless them and hopefully help them and help them see, you know, the truth and help them see where you do find true fulfillment in life. And that's why I post Christian content because now I fully feel fulfilled in my job and what I do. And so that's why I share that.
so kind of back to what I was saying is, you know, I, I would, I used to go to these like YouTube events and they're, they're wild. You know, there's, there's subscribers screaming at, screaming at you and you're getting free product and you're hanging out with the influencers and everyone's sizing each other up and everyone's looking at their outfit. And like, you're, you suddenly think your outfit's amazing. And then you walk in there and then you're like, oh my gosh, like I look nothing like her. Like LA can be a very toxic place. Right. And so there was like this one time I remember I went to this guy's house, Dan Blazarian. And if you know who that is, then you know who that is. And if you don't, yikes, this guy is not a good guy. You know, he posts very, very, in my opinion, kind of disgusting content. It's definitely objectifying women, degrading women. It's just a bunch of women in bikinis and don't look it up. But if you need to, I understand. But somehow I found my way in this man's house with several YouTube friends. There's a vlog about it. You guys can check that out on my vlog channel. But this man, you know, he owns this mansion and there's celebrities there. Like Chris Brown was there and Tyga and like all these models and Instagram models. And I remember walking in and being like this, now this is LA. And it was terrifying. Like money. Like this guy literally lives in a massive, massive mansion. There's men with guns. Like if you do anything, there's men with guns. They make you sign a waiver form when you walk in promising that you will not post the house. You won't post the address that you won't leak any information about him. If he, if you do, he'll literally out you and he will sue you for tens of millions of dollars, which I'm not surprised because he makes, um, a butt freaking ton of money. And so I knew the videographer of this house as well. So he kind of let me in on some stuff. And again, it's just like people on Instagram. I've seen a bunch of people that I know go to this house and be like, oh my gosh, I'm at Dan Blazarian's and it's amazing and blah, 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 blah. But like, you don't know what's happening behind the scenes. These women are being used, degraded, forced to drink, forced to, to smoke certain things, forced to wear certain outfits probably sleeping with this man. I mean, the things that go on probably at this house, I I don't even really want to know. But everyone on Instagram is posting that it looks so amazing and it's so fun and it's this and it's that. And everyone's like, I want to go. But when I think about it, and it's not to be judgmental, but it's like Sodom and Gomorrah. Like, it's like straight, like debauchery, you know? And so I never went back. Like I just went on like a random Sunday. I was literally there for maybe like 15 minutes, but I was like, dang, this is crazy. And so like, those are the types of things that like, when you live out in LA, like they're so random, but they happen all the time. Like random things where you run into celebrities or you're, you know, going to events or you're meeting this person and that person. And, um, it's just, it's wild. But like I was saying at the end of the day, like that stuff, it's fleeting and it doesn't matter, but everyone on Instagram makes it seem like the most cool, amazing experience literally ever, but it's, it's sure. Like it's fun to talk about. It's fun to go. It's fun to get inside this really cool, fancy house and take pictures and meet cool people. And you know, it's an experience. Like I don't regret. It's not an experience where I'm like, I wish I never had that. Cause nothing happened to me, but I just, again, I always want to bring people back down to earth in the sense of like, that again is not where you find life. It's just not. Okay. So I wanted just to kind of like talk about that random thing. There was something else I wanted just to talk about too, is that one time I went to this event called the YouTuber creator summit. 
And this was out in New York. It was out in Brooklyn, actually. And it's like a rarity if you ever get to go. So this was my first time going. They basically recognize the top creators by sending them out to this YouTube Creator Summit. You meet a ton of other influencers, a ton of other YouTubers. And they basically give you tips on like your channel and help you grow. And you get to meet with your like YouTube network partner. And like they give you like all these tips and they invite all these like performers and influencers. And like the Kardashians are there. Like, no, Kris Jenner was there. And um, it was really, really cool. But again, it was like at this event, I like went and I was so excited to go. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, my first time going to the YouTube creator summit. Like I was so excited. They like get you a hotel room. They get you some like cool goodies and clothing. And we went to this rollerblading party. And I remember going to the YouTuber creator summit being like, oh my gosh, there's people there. I know. And feeling super excited and thinking that, you know, they were going to be hanging out with me and that I was going to be you know, spending the entire weekend linking up with old YouTube friends. And I, I left that week feeling like garbage. Like I left that week feeling like, oh my gosh, like I'm not good enough. Like my numbers are nowhere near any of those people. Um, I'm not creative enough or I'm like, I'm like stupid or I like, it's crazy that that's what also the enemy does is he, he kills your confidence and your identity with the game of comparison. And so I went there feeling like the scum of the earth, but also feeling sad knowing that like people that I thought were going to talk to me, people that I thought were going to hang out with me, people that I thought were going to catch up with me and ask me, how are you doing? And how's life been? And how's this? And how's that completely ignored me. And like, I just felt like, again, it was like that high school caddy feeling again of like, wow, I really feel less than I don't feel like I fit in here. I clearly do not belong here. And so it just kind of again was like the cherry on top of like, all right, like this influencer thing, maybe it's not for me, maybe I don't belong here. And it like, there's been times where like, I've just thought about outright quitting because I was like, this is not for me. Like, I don't, I don't fit in. I, I, I don't look like them. But then when the Lord started revealing to me, like, Janine, you're not supposed to look like them. You're not supposed to fit in. But that was just like a divine moment I can think of where I was like, dang, like, I clearly don't fit in here. I don't look like them. But the Lord was like, honey, (laughs) child, you're not supposed to look like them. You're supposed to be set apart. We're called to be salt of the earth, a light on a hill. And that's what I have to constantly remind myself. And when you're struggling with that, when you're thinking that, when you're looking on social media, you're maybe even in your friend group or in your school or wherever you are, you're like, I don't look like them. That is okay. You're not supposed to, especially as a Christian. If you look like everybody else, you just might be doing something wrong because you're not supposed to look like everybody else. We're called to be different to where people come to us and be like, dang, you are different and it's good. And what is it about you that is so different that I want, right? So that's kind of my goal with my platform and my and my Instagram or anything that I do. Sure, there's going to be trends I follow along. There's things I'm going to purchase. There's you know things I'm going to do that might look like everybody else. But again, the overall message is always supposed to be you know, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and everything you do and everything else will be added unto you. That's Matthew 6, 33. And everything that you do, you first seek him and that will call you to be set apart and be different because if you're seeking him, you're not going to look like everybody else. 
So as an influencer, that's been really, really hard. But maybe as you being a bystander, an observer, you've been like, I just want to look like all these other influencers. I just want to be like them. But I promise you, your favorite influencers are struggling with things and going through things that you don't even know, that you don't even see. Things that you're just like, you might see as amazing, but they, it's robbing them of their joy and their peace and everything. And so I don't want you to compare your lives to influencers because they might be going through things that you have no idea of and that really it it was not what it seems to be how they got that picture or how they got that that video or how they created that has so much more than meets the eye but you just saw the final product right so that's why comparison is just such a dangerous game and it robs you of what god has called you to be and your identity and your calling because it's like in order to be happy in order to look like in order to, to feel successful or good enough, you have to look like that. And that's what I'm trying to say is you don't, you don't, you don't. I don't want you guys to think that. You have your own unique gifts and abilities and beauties and things that the Lord has blessed you with uniquely. Like I've had people come to my Instagram like, I just wish I looked like you. And it literally, that literally breaks my heart because I'm like, no, God does not make mistakes. He made you design, he designed you and made you unique exactly how he wanted you to be because he doesn't make mistakes. I don't want you to look like me. I want you to embrace who he's called you to be. And that is again, just the danger of social media is that we're scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. We're like, I want to look like her. I want to have boobs like her. I want to have abs like her. I want to have a nose like her. Not even looking in the mirror, realizing the beauty that God has given you and you uniquely, right? And so, I don't know, I know this podcast is getting kind of long, but I just wanted to stress all of that. And so that was just always, you know, that's always just kind of my my battle of social media is like realizing and thinking like, what is it that I'm perpetuating? Because there's so much more than meets the eye to social media. There's so much more than than y'all know or see behind the scenes. But at the end of the day, I want you guys to be confident in who you are, who God's called you to be. While, st- while still being able to dress nice or use a cute outfit or do your makeup and feel good and feel confident, curl your hair that day, you know, like, I, I think that's okay. But at the end of the day, when all that stuff is gone, like, are you okay with who God has called you to be? When you look in the mirror, are you happy with who God has designed you to be apart from all of that? Because like I've been saying, that stuff is great, but it's not going to bring you sustaining life and joy and and living water to your life the way that Jesus is called, uh, the way Jesus is giving us that, the way that Jesus does give us that. So just checking your heart. And as you're scrolling, you know, realizing that there's more than meets the eye. Her beauty does not take away from mine. Her numbers do not take away from mine. That's something I constantly have to remember is that her numbers do not take away from what God is doing in my life. Her calling is different than my calling. Her beauty is different than my beauty, but it doesn't mean that one is greater or less than. It just just does not. We're not competing. We're championing each other for the kingdom. Because when you have a kingdom mindset, everything shifts and changes. With my roommate, I'm like, my roommate and I, we have a kingdom mindset. Her gifts and her callings are different, but beautiful and amazing for the kingdom. My gifts and my platform is different than hers. But that doesn't mean that one is greater or less than. So that's something you need to remember as you're scrolling through Instagram is, is that exactly. And so, um, I will say it again. I'm just going to hone this in this little final point. 
as I've gone through the internet, I've done influencing, I've done, you know, events and trips and flown in private jets and done the brand deals and done, you know, brand trips and all these really cool, fun things that I am beyond grateful for. I am not trying to take away from that or be like, that sucked because it didn't. And maybe I'll get into certain specific events down the road of what that really was like. But those are fun, but now they've come and gone. And did those bring me life at the end of the day? No. You know, that's the the trips and the money and the clothing and the brand deals and the things that people have given me. They're fun. Don't get me wrong. I don't want you guys to think that I'm ungrateful for them or the PR packages or the clothing. But again, at the end of the day, Jesus is the sustainer of my soul. Has been, will be, always will be. And I want you guys to remember that, that no amount of clothing or money or car is going to sustain you the way Jesus does. And so that's kind of what I wanted just to reiterate in this podcast. And so, you know, life is crazy being an influencer. It truly is. Um, And I probably didn't talk about everything I wanted to talk about, but this podcast is getting a bit long. So I'm so sorry if you guys found this boring or whatever, but um, I think that's just why I wanted to do this podcast is because, you know, we're seeing so many things on YouTube and TikTok and Instagram and all these other platforms that are coming out and people are just feeling robbed of their joy and they don't know why girls are feeling robbed of their identity and they don't know why they feel like they have to look and dress a certain way and they don't know why that's how I felt but listen to me you don't have to do that seek him allow him to give your identity and your purpose and your calling and and that is where you find the true fulfillment in whatever you're doing in your job and your friendships in your life in your relationships as you let him guide you and let him lead you And I'm sorry, again, I'm talking too much about the gospel and God in this podcast again, but I cannot help but do that. I can't because without him, all of it's worthless. It truly is. Now, it's not bad to have certain things, but like I'm saying, don't let them be an idol. Don't let them be an idol. Anyway, I hope that made sense. I really do. I'm going to probably listen back to this episode and be like, dang, I wish I added that or I wish I said that, or I probably should have expanded more on that. And maybe I can in a future episode. And I apologize if this was too all over the place or rambly, but I hope this made sense and just gave you guys more of a deeper understanding of kind of what it's like to be an influencer. It's not all peaches and roses and daisies and unicorns and all that stuff. It's definitely not. It's hard and it's hard taking criticism from people. It's hard having thousands of people watch your life and criticize you and expect things from you. And you guys can listen to my podcast. It's called Realities of Being an Influencer. Actually, I think it's called The Blessing and Curses of Being an Influencer. So go listen to that because that has more in depth of the actual blessing and curses, the good and the bad of what it's like being an influencer. So I never want you guys to look at me and be like, I'm ungrateful. Like, I don't like this. Like, I love my job. That's why I do what I do. But there definitely comes components of super hard things that y'all don't see that are really hard behind the scenes. So go check out that podcast as well. Overall, I'm thankful that you guys support me. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of the journey. Thank you guys for caring, for always the voice memos you guys send me on these podcasts. It means the world to me for your support. Um, It truly, truly does. I love you guys. Thank you so much. Um, If you want to leave me another voice memo, um, check out the link down below where it says, I think you can leave a voice message for the future podcast. Again, I upload every single Tuesday. If you guys are enjoying this podcast, leave me a review that helps a lot. Um, and feel free to check out the Instagram. It's happy and healthy podcast. My, my own Instagram is Janine Amapola and my YouTube is Janine Amapola and blog channels, Janine TV. 
Thank you guys for listening. I love you guys dearly. And I will see you next Tuesday for another episode. And I will have a guest very, very soon. So stay tuned. Peace out, Girl Scout. Bye, guys.